Um, something we spoke about recently. What are your thoughts on, uh, <laughs> still on the topic of Africa, and just activism, right? What are your thoughts on couch activists, as I like to call them, or tweet activists, you know? It's, and a word you like to use is cute. It's cute <laughs> to tweet. Um, but on a serious note, yeah. like, it's cute to tweet about Rwanda and the things that are happening there or Sudan, you know? Um, what are your views on that, you know? And what has, has it always been like that? Um, where people are like, oh, we feel for them and, you know, support. But deep down, yo, I need to just eat tomorrow. Don't really care. But, yeah, I don't want to say care, but what do you view on that? So, I mean, the last um, couch activism I was part of is I don't know if you remember where people were changing their profile pictures. To blue, right? Yeah, to blue mm-hmm. um, in solidarity with the Sudan and the genocide that's mm. happening there. Um and I mean, in that moment, I was thinking it's it's great in the sense of the consciousness it it creates amongst peers, mm. and that we're having conversations we wouldn't ordinarily have okay. um, in peer groups. So it's like, why is your why is your why is everyone's thing blue? And then you have this conversation, and people are aware of it. But does it change the people's lives on the ground? I'm not sure. Um, does, do the right people who have the power to to so so do like aid relief groups or different mm. development agencies move because we've, we've put, we've made our profile pictures blue. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, um, I think it's, it's not harmful and that's why I'm not anti couch activism because mm-hmm. it's not doing any bad. If anything, it's sparking conversations amongst peers who wouldn't ordinarily have those conversations, but there's no overt negative impact that I think it's having. I think the people who are in positions who would want to make active change are doing it anyway. And the people who are s- sitting just tweeting wouldn't anyway. So I don't think it's relinquishing people who are already proactive and making change to stop making change. I think it's just conscientizing a generation and making okay. them more aware of what's happening in the world. So it's not doing any harm. So I have no problem with it. I think when we think it's doing more than it is doing, then I have a problem with it. Cause then I'm just like, nah, guys, I mean, it's doing good and that we're mm. talking about this stuff, but is it saving that man's life in Sudan? Mm. And, okay, I, I, yeah. you know what? I can appreciate that answer. I haven't really, hence why I'm here to learn from you, you know. <laughs> I haven't really thought about, I mean, the way you answered it that way, you know. And the way I, I always like to think of analogies, right? So why I was asking the question, it's similar to when, a close family member dies or whatever, or you go to a funeral, you know, and then you start to realize the value of life. Yeah. And then at the funeral, you start to have yeah. these conversations, like, what am I doing with my life? But then two weeks later, you're back mm. in the habit of doing things, you know, meaning, do we need to have that conversation? Yeah. So that's why I was asking, but you know what? I can appreciate your answer. It's about just starting the conversation and then hopefully uh, find someone to be a change agent within, you know, the conversations yeah. we have. Um, 